Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at mygatewayfellowship.com. Well, we've been talking about grace, and um, we're not going to stop. When, when I think about grace, I, uh, I get a little, I fumble my words because truly, anyone who knows me um, knows my life is built on grace. Uh, definitely yours is too, just in case you're doubting it. But some of us have a little bit more of a clearer transition of like, I used to be like this, but now I'm like this. And I'm still a work in progress, but anyone who knew me before knows that God has brought me a long, long way. And that whole understanding and revelation of coming to Christ and, saying, and seeing that there's a better way than the life that I was living out there in the streets and drugs and gangs and running that life, and then coming to meet Christ as my Lord and Savior it has completely humbled me. It has redirected everything in my life. I'm standing here today because of grace. So when we talk about grace, I'm like, what, what can I even start to say in like 10 or 15 minutes about grace? Because we're living in grace. Amen? I want to share a verse with you, and, um, and then we'll have a word of prayer. But it's from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Verse 8. Can we read this together? You guys can all see it, right? Let's read it together. Here it goes. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourself. It is the gift of God. Stop there. Sorry. Thank you. You guys are on it. Gladys, you're so awesome. Go back one. Por favor. Y'all didn't know. Por favor. Por favor. One more time. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourself. It is the gift of who? Gift of God, man. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your grace. We are lost without it. And in it we find strength that is stronger than anything, any problem that we may have, any anxiety, any addiction, any fear, any doubt, we find ourselves in your grace. And Lord, I pray that tonight this place would be a place of grace and that our hearts would be open to what you have to say. In Jesus' name, amen. So I might step on a few toes tonight. I really, really don't mean it because, and if anything, I'm stepping on my own toes, okay? Because when you hear about grace, there's something about it that, um, that kind of shakes us. And, it's, and it's, I think it's a simple principle. It's this. Everybody wants grace, right? Everybody wants grace, and everybody needs grace. And thanks to God, everyone has grace, right? That's good news. Man, what if we just got a little excited about that? Like, thanks to God, everyone has grace. Thanks to him, we are alive. Like, we really are alive. Yeah, we might die, but that's just called sleep for those who believe. And then you'll wake up and it's going to be all good and we'll be reunited and everything will be happy because of his grace. So when you say grace, I can't understand how sometimes we're just like, you know, just sitting there like, dude, that's an awesome thing. Grace is amazing. 
We so much to write a song about that. Amazing grace. And the thing is about it is that everybody wants it and everybody needs it. But sometimes, if we're honest with ourselves, it's really hard to give it. Right? Because every, if, we, if we're honest with ourselves, man, if, every, if, we, if I took the mic up to everybody and just said, tell me all the bad things you've ever done that you're thankful for grace. Just give it all. Just tell me all. We're all friends here. You guys would be like, right? It's just, that's, that's about as much as I'll ask you for you guys to share, but, but right? Because we've done some pretty crazy things. I know I'm not the only one. We've done some pretty crazy things. We've, some of us have fallen really, really far, but it's that whatever, however far you have fallen, whatever you have done, it's the same solution, that same life raft that brings us back, and that's his grace and his great love and compassion for us. So when I accepted Christ, and this is like Jesus 101, I accepted his grace. I said, I'm going to follow the way of Christ, the way which is different from the world, true, very different from where I come from. But I'm going to follow this way because I believe it's better. And, and like principle number one is that I'm saved by grace. There's nothing I can do. There's a lot I should do and strive to do. You know, a lot of people get, uh, get that twisted. And they say, you know, it's, I'm saved by grace. I can do whatever I want. And no, and that's another sermon. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. But there's a lot I need to do and strive to do to live out the grace that I've been given. But, but rule number one, I'm saved by grace. I don't deserve it in the slightest There's nothing I could ever do that would bring me uh, uh, worthy, that would make me worthy of God's grace. It's an amazing, phenomenal gift that he has given. So that's point number one. And everyone likes that, right? You know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm going to strive to be better. I'm going to try to put my best foot forward. And I'm going to try to love and do all this. But, But I'm okay because of his grace. And then like point number two that maybe is point number one mixed together is that. And then I'm going to give that grace to everybody else. And that's tough. That's tough. I was thinking about it. Um. My wife and I, we celebrated our two-year anniversary. We're, 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 behind, we're behind you guys. But everyone is a gift. Oh, I love you. And uh, before we got married, um, you know, like every relationship, we had those ups and downs. You know what I mean? And um, I, I, I remember finding ourselves at kind of those crossroad points where, like, okay, what do we, what do, we do next? And that, that season of our life was also surrounded by a series of car accidents that I got into. I consider myself a really good driver. Anytime I drive with Pastor Terry, he's always angry at me. He's like, you drive so slow, what are you, we're never going to make it, you know, because I'm always slow and steady. You know, everyone likes fast cars. I don't like fast cars. I just want a, I just want a Cadillac. And I just want to sit in the seats and just relax. I don't want to go really fast. That's for y'all, man. Like, no, I just want to mm, just chill. You know, I consider myself a really good driver. Um, but when I started driving, I had this Corolla, 96 Corolla. Who remembers it, man? And does anyone remember my car? If you, yeah, oh, what's up, man? I love you, man. And uh, if you remember my car, this car was, this, this was a warrior car. Okay, first of all, it had a big hole in the side from where uh, my sister parallel parked and into the van that we had and like ripped it open. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, 
I couldn't believe she just backing up. And she just kept going, too, and played off. You know, like, like, like dude, you just ripped that car. It, the headlight was completely out. I mean, like, blown out from, from hitting something. And um, what else was wrong? There's a lot of other things wrong with it. And it was taped up. That's the worst thing. There was gray tape on my car, like, in various places, right? Mexican, baby, right? You know how we are. We'll make it work. Gray tape. Gray tape holds the world together, man. It ain't going to stop that. And I mean, so many times people say, why don't you just get your car fixed? Just go through your insurance. Like, what? Just a little tape. It's fine. Thank God, Sam, like, that you, that you kept going with, with me because that, that could have been a red flag. This guy drives. You know, the only bad thing about him, he has tape all over his car. But anyway, that car, that car was a champion, man. It, it, it got us a lot of places. And I, I remember specifically, I'm going somewhere with this too, by the way. Um, I remember specifically one, 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 it was in like October, November, cold season. And Sam and I got into this argument and we were like, you know, we don't know what to do. And I, uh, I picked her up at the Tacoma Metro station. It was a total like ABC family moment. We we're sitting in the car like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But I love you. I love you too. And I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up either. You know, and then we're like, you know, awesome music and like, let's just go and, you know, hang out and whatever. So she, she's, she's got her car, her nice car, and I got my Mexican mobile. And we start to drive down. You guys all know, uh, most of you know Tacoma Station, right? Some of you guys know. And uh, if, you go, if you leave Tacoma Station and you go down Piney Branch Road, you know, you can, you, can, you can either go that way and go, like, to Tacoma Park, or you can go that way and then make that right onto Piney Branch. You know, so just for context, right? So, you know, you're going down, and there's a light there, and there's, like, the awesome, uh, you know, Spanish food right there. It's so good. And, you know, we're driving, and there's, like, this steep hill, and it was raining, and, you know, and, and like, we just had this magical moment, and... She's, I'm following her, this, you know, she's following another car, and it's raining, and we're going down this hill, and uh, I, you know, start to put my foot on the brakes, and my foot goes right down to the floor, and Sam has stopped, I'm just thinking in her head, she's like, I love this guy so much, you know, and then, oh my goodness, I, I don't know what to do, boom, ran into Sam, I hit Sam's car so hard because we was going down this hill. Sam hit the car in front of her. I think he hit somebody else. And my car is like, like right away, all this smoke. And I remember being, I felt really untough because I was like, I got to get out of this car before it explodes. So I was like, you know, and of course it wasn't going to explode. I don't know what I was thinking, but I got, I got out the car and uh, we're, we're sitting, we're there on Piney Branch Road and... Um, the police come, like, the, na- the neighbor right here is, like, a, a policeman, and he comes out, and they're watching the game, and they're like, what happened? And, oh, you know, my brakes went out. And Sam had to go to the hospital. Her neck, her neck was hurt. She went to the hospital. She's like, what happened? Like, my boyfriend just, you know, hit my car. Does he do this often? Like, <laughs> does he do this often? You better watch out. <laughs> oh, my car. So needless to say, my car was totaled, and, uh, and that magical moment between us, you know, is forever remembered. <laughs> From that was the time, you know, we said, we're going to keep on going and keep on, and then that was also the time that I ruined your car. <laughs> a few weeks later, 
I borrowed my sister's car. This um, purple, it was a purple car of all things. A Hon- it was a Honda Civic. And she let me borrow it. I know you're thinking Mexican again. Just, just don't say anything else. So we're driving in the snow. We had a Sam, this was like two weeks later. My car is done. I don't have anything. I'm working on something and trying to get stuff together. And we're driving in the snow in my sister's car. And I try to stop at the light. You guys know where this is going. My car spun around like 360 with Sam in the car. I'm just like, no. I'm like in my head. I'm just thinking, no, this can't be happening. Spin, 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 spin. And then I'm right on to oncoming traffic. And this other car comes and hits us. Thank God we didn't get hurt. And, uh, and then they were like, it's your fault. You shouldn't have spun around. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, every now and then I'd like to do 360s in the, in, you know, on Rockville Pike. It's just something I, I was just trying it out, you know. So my insurance was like, it was bad. It was, a, it was a bad season in my life. But then, then I saved up some money. I started taking the bus. Started walking again. Lost a little weight. Begged Terry for rides. Saved up a little more money. Kept, kept walking. Kept going. And finally, I got enough money, and I, I was able to buy my actual first car. And I said, you know what? This is going to be my car. I'm never again going to get a taped up car. I said, you know what? I'm going to get a Cadillac. I'm going to get a CTS. It's going to be black. It's going to be shiny. It's going to be dope. And then when I drive around, I'm just going to go slow. But I'm going to make sure that everybody knows that that's me in that car. And I got it. By God's grace, I got this car. Blessed, man. I was so blessed to have this car. Now, just a while into that car, I um, was driving. I was going to, I think I was going to see my sister. I was at Four Corners, and some of you guys may have heard me say this story before. I was at Four Corners on Colesville Road and University Boulevard, stopped at the light, stopped. Everyone stopped there. There's this pickup truck driving behind me, big old pickup truck. It's driving. And I'm, I'm realizing that this thing is not slowing down, like, at all. I'm, sit, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. What should I do? Because this thing is not slowing down. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Boom! My car is just like what I did to you, babe. I'm sorry. You know, I, now I know how I felt. You know, my car, boom! But it was not just, it was not just, it was my Cadillac, you know, that I spent so much money on and saved up. And this car, this big old truck, I mean, a huge pickup truck, just massive, just smashed the back, like, I could feel the trunk go, you know, and then he starts to reverse, I, I, I look back in the rearview mirror, and I saw the guy like this, you know, and I was like, oh, man, this guy, ugh. and he starts reversing, and he pulls, and, you know, from underneath my car, pops off, and then I, I get out my car, I'm looking at him, and almost, I almost went back to him. I almost went back, but I was like, you know, Lord, I'm looking at him, and he's, he, he's looking at me just like this, you know, with this weird-looking face. We're like, there's something wrong with this guy. Might he be intoxicated? And he goes reverse a little bit more, around the cars, through the red light, straight through Colesville Road, and drives off. 
cars around me are like, oh, my goodness, is everything okay? See you later. You know, <laughs> just drive off. And I'm sitting there, standing there in the middle of University Boulevard, in the middle lane with my new car just smashed up. And I'm like, ah, I was so mad. It must have been a funny sight. Here's this angry Mexican in the middle of the road. Anyone who, like, just drove past and missed what happened was probably like, what is going on? Because I was furious. I was so, so angry. And he got away. I called the police. And uh, I was on the phone with the police when he was driving away. And uh, she, she was like, well, you know, we're sending someone. I was like, yeah, he's starting to leave. I'm getting in the car. They're like, sir, you cannot leave the premises. I was like, I can't leave the premise. I'm going to follow this guy. You follow me. This is one, two, three, four. I'm calling out codes, making up stuff. Just follow me. We'll catch him. We'll, we'll corner him in, in, in Connecticut Avenue. You know, they're like, you cannot leave the premise. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to mess with the police. You know, so I, I stayed there and just was so angry. I was like, thanks a lot. And I remember going around and looking at the car. And just say, man, the trunk is ruined. And I'll ne- I, this guy just got away. And because I'm trying to be this nice dude and listening to authority and all that, and this guy just got away. And then I looked down at the floor. I said, no. No, th- there's mine. Dude's license plate felt when he, when he was pulling back, when he was pulling off my car, making, ripping it even worse. His license plate just fell off, and I had it. And then I was like, yeah, justice. It's like, you know, I literally did that. I mean, looking back, it was ridiculous. This is a perfect license plate illustration, right? This just came in at the right time. Yes, victory, yeah. The police came, and she was like, you know, I heard what happened. He drove off. I was like, it's okay, man. Don't worry. (laughs) grace you know man he got caught that dude got arrested he was so drunk and uh he got in a lot of trouble and i prayed for him but i got my car fixed perfectly fine and then it got hit later on i got a dent in the side now and you know whatever why am i saying all this to make you laugh and talk to about cars well y'all are my family But when I think about grace, I think about those accidents. You know, some of those accidents were my fault. Some of them weren't. And in that life, sometimes you go through things that you bring on yourself. Sometimes you go through things that you have nothing to do with, and it's just, it's hard, and it's difficult, but it's life. Those accidents remind me of life. And it hurt, and it was uncomfortable, and it was distracting, and it, it, it could have gone a different way. But in the same, with all of that going on, the solution was always the same. God's grace. I remember like coming to my senses and sitting there thinking, I could have really hurt somebody. You know? I could have gotten in a terrible act, you know, I could have like messed up my back or all these things that could have gone wrong. And when I started thinking about how much worse it could be, I started just counting my blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even though things were tough, I was just thanking you, God, because I I know that it could have gone a much different direction. Maybe somebody here tonight is sitting in the seats and you're upset about something. You got an angry face. You're going through something hard and everything. But have you stopped for a moment and thought how much worse it could be? 
how much worse it really could be. But by grace, by grace, by grace, we have been saved. And that's what we hold on to. That's our strength. That's what's going to get us through it all. It's his awesome, awesome grace. Whether you cause the accident yourself or somebody hit you, the solution is the same. It's grace. We need it. And not only do we need it, but we need to give it. I remember when that guy hit me and I was so angry and then I found out about everything that happened to him. I started just praying for this. I had to release it. I had to release it or else it's just going to eat you up. It's just going to eat you. I'm, look at me. You know, year, three years later, I'm giving a testimony about this. You know what I mean? So it could have been a lot, lot worse. But he's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. So... You know, I I just wanted to share that with you because I know somebody here tonight is probably going through it and you're in the middle of this this waiting period and you're waiting. How is this going to make sense? How is this going to all come together? I don't see how there's no license plate on the floor for me, Pete. I, I, I don't know what to say except for this. I know that his grace will carry us through. I know that it was his grace and his love that held him on the cross that no matter what. Now, listen, family, no matter whatever happens. No matter whatever happens, the, the battle is already won. The, and I have, I have, sometimes, this is my last point, I sometimes have a problem with us thinking that, thinking that you, know, you know, say somebody is sick or, and, and, they, and they survive a little bit longer and, that, oh, well, God had a lot of grace on them. And then you, but what do you tell the person over here who, who just lost someone? And did God not have grace on them? It's, it's, it gets, it's a slippery slope. And the only thing that makes sense to me is I remember the cross where God have, has had grace on all of us. I'm not so concerned with how this situation works. I'm more concerned with how your life works out with you making a decision to say, you know, I'm going to live by grace and I'm going to give grace. That's abundant living. So tonight, if you're, uh, if you're waiting and you are, you know, you're confused, maybe just start giving some praise. Start giving some praise. Thank him for the things that you do have. Thank him for the things when you realize how much worse it could be. Just thank him. Thank him. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.